Welcome to the Blueprint Podcast, where faith and purpose intersect. I'm your host, Melvin Banks. Buckle up. It's time to enjoy the journey. guys welcome back to the blueprint podcast i'm your host melvin banks and today we're talking about life's x factor so i'm sure you're probably thinking to yourself what exactly is life's x factor well let me ask you this one question when a business or an organization is founded what is the first thing that the founders of that business or organization do the first thing that they always do, and you'll see this no matter whether it's a business, whether it's a nonprofit, whether it's a church, the first thing that an organization always does is it establishes a vision. That is, they clarify what it is they ultimately want to accomplish through the development of that organization. Otherwise, there's, there's no real purpose for it. If we don't define what it is we're wanting to accomplish, there's no real purpose for it. So in essence, before an organization is formed, the founders of the organization define what success is. They say, ultimately, if we're going to be successful, this is the picture that we have to create. This is what we're trying to accomplish. In the words of Stephen R. Covey, they begin with the end in mind. I want you to think about that for just a moment. They begin with the end in mind. Now here's the critical question of the day. If defining what success is, before we start, for an organization or a church, is so important, if it's that critical to the fulfillment of the organization's ultimate success, how much more critical is it that we have a defined vision for our own life? I think that every one of us has to have a clearly defined ideal of what success looks like for our life. When you look at scripture, scripture says in, in Proverbs 29, 18, it tells us where there is no vision, the people perish. There, there's one interpretation of it that, that actually in, in the translation it's written, where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. And I think that's more appropriate and more realistic to what happens. People cast off restraint when they don't have a vision, when they don't know what it is that they're ultimately trying to accomplish. And I could speak that from personal experience. Now, I'll just kind of give you a little bit of backdrop of where all of this, this whole idea behind the blueprint originated. It was almost 10 years ago. Um, <clears throat> I was 35 years old and uh, at, at that point in time, I had been spending quite a bit of time, several weeks, with a particular church organization going through the process of helping it to redefine its own vision and mission and ultimately what it wanted to represent in the community it was in. The church was in a state of, of death. Uh, although it wasn't a very old church, the, the body was quickly dwindling, uh, people were leaving the organization, and it was struggling just to survive and exist. And as, as we sat there one evening, I sat with the leadership of that organization. And I asked what I felt was probably the key critical question that we could ask at that moment. 
I, I asked all of the leaders, what is the vision statement of the church? Now, here's what I found to be quite interesting. Whenever I asked that question, there was silence from just about everybody. The leadership of the organization didn't ultimately understand what the vision was. We, we had, in essence, lost our identity. That organization had lost its identity. And because it had lost its identity, it was just waffling. It was kind of just going through flux back and forth, in and out. It, it had no control over what was happening. I, I liken it a little bit to a ship with no rudder. You know, if you get a ship out on the ocean and there's no rudder to guide it left or right as it drifts along, as it moves, as the, the, the propeller pushes it, it's just going to be tossed back and forth by whatever direction the water wants to take it. And that was kind of the, the state that that uh, that organization was in. But here's what's interesting. One night after spending several hours with this particular organization trying to understand exactly why it was in the state that it was in, I came home and I was just absolutely exhausted. Physically, mentally, emotionally, I was spent. And as I sat there, I asked myself the same question that I'd asked the leaders of that organization. I said, ultimately, what's the vision for your life? Now, here's the interesting thing. I was spending time with this organization trying to clarify exactly what its vision was. What was the purpose for its existence? Was it living up to that purpose? Did we need to redefine it? Did we need to clarify some things? But I hadn't done the same thing for my own life. I had no idea of what it was I was here trying to accomplish, what, what the purpose of my own existence was. I was just going through the motions. And I, I happened that, that night to be sitting down in a chair. It was a familiar situation that I found myself in because I would spend quite a bit of time just sitting in a chair playing video games into the evening hours whenever I'd come home. That was my, my means of relaxation. I, w I was 35 years old, roughly 34, 35 years old. I was sitting in a chair wasting countless hours playing a child's game and I felt completely lost in essence. I felt like I, I, I didn't have any direction in my own life yet I was trying to help an organization find direction for itself. And so I started asking myself a number of critical questions from that moment going forward. Because to that point what I would realized is I had wasted a large chunk of my adult life just being pushed around, allowing life to, to move me from one thing to the next with no clear direction, no purpose. And, and that's what happens when we don't have a vision. See, whenever we don't have a vision, it leads to poor decisions, indecision, and it leads to ultimately to uninspired living. I want you to think about that. Because we all have people around us in our lives and, and at points we may have been that person who's getting up every morning and we're waking up dreading getting out of the bed, we're, we're exhausted, we're tired, we're asking ourselves, why am I going through this again? And, and we're just going through the motions each day. We, we wake up, we go to a job that doesn't necessarily utilize our gifts or talents. We don't feel incredibly inspired by the work that we're doing. We don't feel like we're investing into people's lives. We don't feel like we're, we're adding value to the world around us. 
And we just go through these motions day in and day out. And eventually it, it leads to a sense of just lost direction, just that we're, we're wasting the time that we've been given. And, you know, a lot of times we see that stage of life or that lack of direction in life lead to what a lot of people term as a midlife crisis, where people just kind of go through the motions and then ultimately, because they have no clear vision for their life, no direction, they just kind of start falling apart. They start making poor decisions, doing things that are reckless with their life. And, you know, eventually it'll lead to all kind of disasters around them. So the, the most important thing that any one of us can have is a clearly defined vision for our life. Now, since clarifying my own personal vision, everything in my life has changed. Absolutely everything has changed. See, vision does a number of things for us. It lights our path on our journey through life. It's, it's like a, a giant flashlight, you know, whereas without vision, we're walking in the dark. Whenever we have a vision, you know, we, we have light. We have something around us that guides us where we know what's coming. We know what's in front of us. We know what's beside us. It, it clarifies our personal expectations. And then, of course, it gives our life purpose. So there are three things that having a vision does that, that are irreplaceable. It lights our path through life. It clarifies our personal expectations of ourselves. And it gives our life purpose. That's why it's absolutely critical for us to have a vision in life. So the question is, what exactly is a vision? What does that mean? We hear that word tossed around all the time. Well, simply put, a vision is the desired picture of our life. It's what we ultimately hope things will become. Our vision is how we each individually define success for our own personal life. I think there are so many situations and so many reasons that people live uninspired lives and a big part of it is because most people never clearly define a vision for themselves. See, everyone that's ever lived a life of purpose was guided by a compelling vision. I mean, it, it doesn't matter who it is, whether we're talking about individuals that you know, or if we're talking about individuals you may have just heard of, per perhaps it's a historical figure. Think about this, Martin Luther King Jr., he, he has always been someone that I've, I've idolized, I've looked up to as an orator, as a leader. Um, you know, I, I've just always studied his life, even back to my, my days as a child, and looked up to the things that he's accomplished. And whenever you look back upon his life, he was guided by a very compelling vision. And he stated it so eloquently and clearly in his I Have a Dream speech, when he stated I have a dream that one day my children will live in a country where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. That was very clear. That's very clearly stated. There could be no ambiguity there. We knew what his vision was. And here's the impressive thing about a vision. Whenever we have a vision, it enables us to do things that we couldn't do alone. Without that vision, we, we wouldn't be able to accomplish the things that we accomplished. Think about all of the horrific events that he went through. The marches where he's beaten by police. He's attacked by, by a racist out there in the streets. He's, he's imprisoned time and time again. He's arrested. 
Dogs are sicked on them. Fire hoses turned on them. And how is it that one is able to endure such things? It's because of a vision. When you're compelled by something bigger than yourself, it enables us to overcome obstacles. It helps us to navigate through uncertainty. It, it allows us, it gives us the strength to endure hardship whenever we're working toward a bigger picture. And here's the other thing about a compelling vision. It motivates and compels us to get out of the bed each morning with energy and zeal. When is the last time you woke up and you were ready to just jump out of the bed with energy, with zest, wanting to go after it because there's something compelling that you're working toward? Think about that. How much different would your life be if you had something in front of you that you were working toward, that you said, every day I'm building toward this? Wouldn't it get you out of the bed more energetic? Wouldn't you be more inspired? Wouldn't it change your attitude when you interact with people? See, people have a negative disposition and a bad attitude whenever they don't feel like they have much to look forward to. Whenever we have something to look forward to, when we're excited about life, there, there's, there's just an energy that exudes from us. And the thing about that energy is it inspires other people. When we have a compelling vision, it doesn't only energize us, it energizes others. That energy, it, it pours out from us and people feel it. They, they gravitate toward it. So here's the question of the day. If you could describe the picture of your preferred future, what might that do for your life? If you could describe the picture of your preferred future, if you could look into your life and say, man, if it just looked like this, what would that do for your life? Well, I want to challenge you to begin taking action, to begin painting that picture in your mind. And, and here's how I want you to do it. It's very simple. It doesn't take a lot. Begin by simply writing a list of words that represent the ideals that you want in your life. That's all you need to do to start the framework. I'll, I'll just give you an example. Whenever I began writing my own personal vision statement, and ultimately that's what you're working toward, you want to establish that picture so that you could begin the process of writing your own personal vision statement. There were certain things that kept coming up in my mind. First, it was, it was stability. I wanted stability in my life. I wanted purpose. I wanted to be serving others. Service always came up. And ultimately, encouragement. I want to be a source of encouragement and hope for other people. I want to compel people to be able to, to gravitate towards something bigger than themselves so that ultimately they could serve other individuals. As we get ready to wrap this episode of the podcast up, I want to ask you to do a couple of things. One, I want to ask you to subscribe to the podcast. And then two, also share it with friends. We're growing the podcast. It's growing quite rapidly. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you sharing it with people that you know. And we just want to continue to spread the message and get people out there living intentionally with a plan and a purpose. Now, if you'd like to reach out to me personally for one-on-one -on -one coaching, I just ask that you go to my website, www.melvinbanksinspires.com, or you could find me on Facebook at Melvin Banks Inspirational Speaker. You could send a direct message through Facebook or on my website. 
you could submit a form with your contact information and I'll reach out to you personally so that we could establish a one-on-one -on -one coaching session to help you dig further into establishing your own personal blueprint. Once again, I'm Melvin Banks. Thank you for joining the show. Look forward to talking with you again next week. And as always, enjoy the journey. Thank you.